Hello, welcome to the Windbreaker Podcast, where we regularly break wind. My name is Sarah Sloan, and my job is to bring you an interesting, exciting, and thrilling podcast. I hope you're having a wonderful day, doing what you do. Thank you for giving me your time, and let's open what we have today. All right. I'm back, baby. I've been gone for a long time, but even though I know you didn't miss me that much, there was probably a little semblance of you that missed me. So I'm here with my brother. Say hello. Hello. I'm going to say hello. 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 Yeah. So we're both saying it. So our mother just uh, made us smoothies. I don't know what's in them, but I'm going to take a quick sip. I think I tasted some mango and some cherry, and just deliciousness. It's so interesting. Whenever fruits are blended, I usually can't parse out which is which, you know? It's like I can overall just taste a combined flavor, but I'm not like, oh, I taste a cherry in that, or oh, I taste a mango in that. That's just not the way I do things. That's not the way I roll. So it's just interesting that you do that. And then you were kind enough to um, bring me a gummy bear. I mean, it wasn't just for you. Like oh, okay, It was for cool. both of us, okay? All right. But this is going to provide some major ASMR to the major audience. Sarah, why don't you tell the audience what ASMR stands for? Because I don't think they know what that means. Okay. I know overall what it is. Uh-huh. ASMR stands for a term that it's like a lot of long words, and I just don't know what they all stand for. So um, go to your best friend Google and look yourself. Um, mm. But... It provides a really like nice sound uh, and it's different for each person, but it gives them tingles typically. So all throughout growing up, I, I got these tingles whenever people would whisper in my ear and I just feel like a tingle. Do you feel that when people whisper in your ear? Yeah, every now and then. It gives you a tingle. Um, another way is whenever it was usually professors in college, certain professors, if they talked a certain way, I would get tingles from that. Mm-hmm. And I used to listen to ASMR before I went to bed. Um, It was this like Australian guy and he just had a really nice voice and he would do like all kinds of just different things. Like he would even like do this to the microphone. And so, yeah, just like that, Jonathan, good job. So he would do that and he's like, people get rich off of this. Don't do it the whole time, please. Um, He would get rich off of this. Like all these YouTubers are doing so well on ASMR and they have careers and the sound quality is just getting better and better and better and better. But I was just, I basically had to realize for myself, do I really need to depend on this to go to bed? And I said, no, I don't. So wait, so you're telling me you were like listening to this mm -hmm. just to help you go to bed. Mm -hmm. Why didn't you like listen to like, I don't know. There's some apps out there that like it plays like either raindrops. Another one's like just nice ocean waves, you know. I don't know. Okay, so that's a good that's a good point. Um, or you could just like open up like some kind of like I don't know t- some type type of book and just read some kind of boring you know thing inside of it, and that'll probably like make you fall asleep real quick. I it wasn't that I was having trouble falling asleep. It was that. I wanted to incorporate this into my life. The rain sounds and all that you're mentioning, that's not ASMR for me. It might be for someone else, but that's relaxing and soothing, but it doesn't provide the tingles that ASMR might provide me. (laughs) Does that make any sense? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I didn't realize like people had different ASMRs. I didn't. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The, the one that's, that's pretty revolting to most people is, um, you can, type in on YouTube ASMR food and you will see people with videos of tons of food. It could be KFC or anything like that. And they are eating this food and they're like, I'm going to eat. They they usually whisper, they're like, I'm going to eat this KFC. And they're like, and people, they love it. Like millions, millions of views. So that's real money that translate into a lot of money. So that's why I just, you can scoff at it all you want, but it's obvious by the numbers there is a, a need for that out there. Well, and I think also whenever you hear that crunch, 
that just like exactly that tingle and then it makes someone want to go and buy it you know immediately get out of their house and go straight to a kfc or wherever to go buy you know some chicken strips or something oh that's interesting i've never felt that i've always just been like that sound was relaxing and that's all i thought well yeah exactly because of that sound it makes you want to like eat it you know oh, um i mean obviously it's like you know the same thing as like watching some kind of fast food commercial and you see the food and it's like oh man it looks so good this and that but i think also just hearing that sound makes you also want to you know get it as well the one that usually got to me pretty good um were the cocoa puffs commercials did you feel the same way it was just like i'm cocoa for cocoa puffs I'm cocoa. And, and i would just like i was just well, we didn't grow up being able to eat those kind of sugary cereals. We always had to have like bran flakes and um, uh, Cheerios, the not the honey nut. Cheerios. Oh, yeah. You said Cheerios. Yeah. Cheerios. Um, but we never were able to have those sugary cereals unless we were at like, you know, like a hotel or something like that. Or camp or. Yeah, yeah. Something along those lines. So Cocoa Puffs just, oh, they sounded so good. So well, that one were got me. Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. That was. Oh, yeah. All, my all-time favorite and it still is like haven't had it in a long time but if i ever get the chance like you know i probably just go to walmart buy something yeah you used to do that you would buy huge boxes of lucky mm. charms and i don't know, you know why i stopped but i don't know i just honestly and I, I i really have a bad habit at this like i wake up too late when i have to get to work and i really don't have enough time to like you know actually get to sit down and eat my breakfast you know yeah I, most of the time like i get I park and then just eat it before I walk inside or something like that. So. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, no, I've, I've struggled with that myself. I kind of do. Uh, thinking back to the I Love Lucy days where Ricky oh, was just gosh. sitting there with a newspaper and just eating his breakfast before he had to it go just to work. Looks, like, whenever I was watching that, that looked so relaxing. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just, you know, the song Frank Sinatra sings, We Small Hours in the Morning is just like, that is it. The morning is just such a wonderful time of just solace and quiet. And I, I'm like you, I just wake up too late where I can't enjoy my mornings and I'm just like rushing and just trying to get to work on time. And I wish, um, it, it is possible. I'm not saying it isn't, but I wish I would just wake up early enough and just really give myself that time to read the news or listen to podcasts. If you had it your way. If I had it my way, yeah. but I could. I could if, if I, I had it my way. <laughs> Get it? Yeah, but the you didn't. Pun. You didn't sound like Frank Sinatra. So. Well, obviously, I didn't sound like yeah, him. Yeah, I I can sound like him. Um, oh, sure, you can. Yeah, exactly. Here, I'll do it right now. That's what Everyone, he sounds like because he's in his coffin. Uh, Get it? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, so that's what he sounded like. So that's really rude. <laughs> There's people out there that actually adore Frank Sinatra. And I if do they too. Heard this, they would be so upset with you right now. You know who actually won't get upset about it? Frank Sinatra. You want to know why? Because he can't hear it. And then he comes out of the door. Yeah, I can. <laughs> Yeah, no, that would freak me out. I'd probably scream a little, but then I'd be like, sing me some tunes, baby. I would say it just like that. But yeah, so that, a lot of girls are like that, Jonathan. They don't eat breakfast, and it's because they're trying to stay skinny, and breakfast mm -hmm. is like an easier meal to skip. I have tried it out before. There was a time where I was doing intermittent fasting, and I wouldn't eat from noon to eight, you know? and Oh, you gave that up? You see me eat breakfast. You know I don't do that. I didn't. I, I remember you doing it, but I didn't realize you you finally like gave up on it. I, I was really, surprised mom mom like you know was allowing you to do that. Well, I think it's okay. I felt fine. I really did. Like I okay. I was a little hungry whenever it was reaching noontime, and I was pretty ready to eat my lunch. But the reality is, in my opinion. Food is good for right before you're about to expend a lot of your energy. And that's usually exercise. So I don't exercise in the morning. I exercise after work. So if I'm able to eat dinner and lunch, I have energy to work out. So if you put all three meals together, you put that amount of food on a table and you take away the portion of breakfast, you're eating less calories in your day. <laughs> you are. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so that's that's why I didn't think it was a bad idea. Also, um, our doctor says that you need to give your body a break from eating and processing and working on digesting food. And we don't typically give our 
um, our body enough rest. We're always eating. We're always munching, always snacking. Well, and obviously, like, if you're bored, you go for food. Oh, for sure. Bored eating is a huge thing. You just constantly, um, yeah, I, I just open up the fridge and I just look at it for fun. I think that's how I get most of my exercise, walking to the fridge, you know. A lot of people, you know, what they, what a beautiful and relaxing day is, sit down, watch a movie, watch a TV show, and just have some potato chips or whatever snack you want to have, you know, just whatever, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's why movie theaters, they make so much money. They're not making money based off the movies. They're making money based off the concession, you know? The concession stand with the popcorn Yeah, and with the, the popcorn and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, that's how they make the money. And yeah. it works because people, you know, do it. And actually, I just learned this uh, recently. So this is just a quick example. Um, and this is like just business selling, like how they do this. So you've got... A small drink for two fifty, you've got a medium drink for five dollars, and then you have a large drink for seven dollars and fifty cents. So, what if you had to decide what size drink, which one would you get? Okay, but, if but, I had but, if I had to get a drink, I would probably do the medium. Okay, the medium exactly. Okay, so now what uh, what they do is, and this is the trick because it works. Studies show that this works. Start all over. You've got a small drink for two dollars and fifty cents, a medium drink for six dollars and fifty cents, and a large drink for seven dollars and seventy-five cents or whatever. So when people see that, then they're gonna think, "Oh, I'm getting a better deal because I'm getting the large drink." That's what the movie theater wants you to always do: is get the large drink because it's more expensive. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah, I just I I forgot where I saw that. It was either on Facebook or Instagram, and I was like, "That is so true. It makes sense." But. It is. You're yeah. right. Um, we've been, well, you haven't followed this, but whenever we went to the movies, we never bought stuff from the concession stand. We're, we're, my dad well, is just obviously, at, I've done that too. There's been very few times. That's just because of a coupon. Yeah, but still, it's expensive. I, I don't, honestly, I have friends, some of my best friends, are, they go to the movie theater and they're buying the $20 popcorn and they're buying the $10 oh, soda. Oh, ridiculous. Yes. And I, I look at them and I'm like, why are you doing that? You, you're wasting so much of your money. Um, also, you could bring a purse and sneak in the food, which I know people don't like that either. And I, I get that. I understand that. But I'm definitely not going to buy their popcorn and soda. That's so stupid. Also, I don't need that to be content watching a movie. I can just sit and watch a movie. I don't need to be munching on that. Also, every time after the movie, you get up and you see these huge tubs of popcorn and they're still like mostly full or these drinks and they're still mostly full. There was one time where we, I, I don't know if I was either with you or someone else, but after the movie was over, as I was walking down the aisle, I just like, looked by and I just saw like popcorn and you know it just was like half full and like you know they already had left so what I do I mm. grabbed some and ate some because I was like you know what they left I'm a little bit hungry right now and I just decided to have some was it laced with laxatives yeah I had a lot of butter on it <laughs> it was crazy you know but yeah but I agree it's just like it's ridiculous like just how much they price it however we do like studio movie grill i think they do a pretty good job obviously yeah i think their food is a little bit expensive but yeah it's a pretty good deal you know be able to eat like a good meal while watching a movie i definitely agree with you like it i've only done it one time just because i was like okay i need to actually try it out so we watched what was star wars star wars were, right? we, were we with jordan yes we that was with jordan yep and oh, we did oh okay okay my gosh um, sorry for the audience if Jonathan just killed your ears. So I, I really do apologize. Um, I didn't even realize it was that loud. So. That was so loud. <laughs> anyway, it's okay. Um, in the, one of the past podcast episodes, uh, we talked with Jordan about our experience watching the latest Star Wars movie, uh, Star Wars 9. So check out that episode if you're interested. I think it was pretty funny. Um, but anyway, yes, I think I got like, chicken tenders and fries and overall i 
I enjoyed, okay, this was my problem with it. And this is super weird. This is kind of very strange. If I'm going to eat something while I'm watching something, I want to be eating it like 70% of the time that I'm watching. Oh yeah. Cause you don't want to put your eyes down. Well, yeah. Do you get what, do you get what I'm saying though? Like, no, no, no. I want to be eating the majority of the movie. I don't want to eat, buy something and just eat it for 10 minutes and then go back. So isn't it weird? Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Did I do it again? (laughs) You did. It's okay. Uh, (laughs) I'm, I'm so all or nothing with that. I either don't want to eat at all whenever I'm there at the movies, or I want to be eating pretty much the whole time. That's why I like whenever we go to the gas station and get like sour gummies or something like that. Because, yeah, anything like that. Because usually it's a big bag. They're small and you can eat one at a time and it, it runs you a long time before you run out. So that's, I just want, like, I would eat a meal at Studio Movie Grill and it would just take about 10 minutes. And the movie, and also the food's hot, so I don't want to let it get cold and the movie hadn't even begun yet. I found that to be frustrating. Mm. Yeah. So that, that was a long way of explaining that, but that's why I don't like it that much, but, but you're totally right. The food is good. And then I also thought to myself, okay, I paid like 12 bucks for this meal. I could have gotten a fried chicken tender meal at slim chickens for like seven bucks and been very happy. But of course I would have taken extra time. You know, but their studio movie girl is doing very well. And and the reality is I've been there many times just because I find that their their tickets aren't as expensive, especially from for matinee. Well, and, it makes yeah. sense why they have to do that. Why? Because their meals are more expensive. Like think about it. Why do you think like studio movie girls like prices are a little bit cheaper than you know someone like AMC? It's because AMC only just has like popcorn pretzel or candy or whatever you know but studio movie grill they're actually serving you real food which they can price more expensive yeah well as a business they have to do it you know it's basically well and also i think they have the advantage just because they're a really big chain yeah like it's i mean you go inside studio movie grill it's really nice like oh yeah it's it's gorgeous the whole thing was just well made yeah yeah but well, think about it right now with the movie theaters. I don't think they're doing very well um, just because people can't go in there. When was the last time we went? I don't even remember. But yeah, if if I... I think a lot of, a lot of theaters are going to be closing down. Here's another interesting thing to think about that I know what happened. Um, uh, what was it exactly? Okay, the, there was a movie, Trolls, and it's very popular with the kids. And... They they were basically going to release this into the theaters, but it was all during COVID. So basically Universal, the people who made the movie said, okay, we're just going to do a digital release and you can watch it um, 20 bucks and you can, uh, for 20 bucks, you can watch this movie for 48 hours. They did amazing sales on that. They made tons of money off of that. And they said, wow, well, we're just going to start doing this with every movie. AMC comes at them and they say, "Um, excuse me, if you do this ever again, we are never going to uh, feature one of your films in our theaters. Oh, wow. I didn't didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. It's a very popular movie with the kids. And all these families are thinking, okay, I got three kids and the mom and I would have to go too. So we would end up paying way over 20 and we wouldn't get to watch it over and over and over again for 48 hours. So it's just a better deal. Yeah, Yeah, it's a better deal. And then you don't have to buy the stupid popcorn and the stupid soda. So there's just lots of advantages to it. Um, But that would have really hurt the movie theaters if that is the only way that Universal begins to feature the movies. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, it would. Yeah. You know what I just thought of? Mm. Why has Disney not made their own theaters? Ooh. Well, don't give them any ideas. They probably I know, will. right? Like, now they're probably going to hear this, and then yeah, next month it's going to Oh, gonna, my gosh. The CEO just messaged me. Yep. He said, we're stealing your brother's idea. Could you at least give him some compensation? 
Please. At least, at least 50% or whatever. Like they can, they can afford it. Yeah. They said they're not going to, they said they're giving you a jack squat. So that means nothing. If you didn't know what jack squat. But think meant. about it. Like, you know, they already just made the app. Like, seriously, they could easily do it. Oh, for sure. But the thing is, Jonathan, with the app, they're not going to start making money on it. I think, I don't know the exact date. Someone would have to fact check me on it, but it's going to be over a year before they even start making money. Jonathan and I use Verizon and Verizon was given Disney Plus for free for 12 months. So we have been on it for free. And personally, I like it quite a bit. Don't you? Oh, it's great. I love it. It is. I will say this for those of you that don't have Disney Plus and are interested in getting it. It is glitchy. It is glitchy. Well, here's the thing. When you're just only using it on your phone and not plugging it, it plugging it to the TV, it's fine. It really is. Like whenever you have a notification, you just swipe it up. Like it yeah. works perfectly fine. The moment you plug it to HDMI, that's when all the glitchiness starts. Well, I don't know if our listeners know about this, but this is a really great hack if you want to save some money on... I don't even know what you would save money on by doing this, but I'll still describe it for you. There is a, an Apple adapter and it has two ports where it's a lightning port and a HDMI port and you plug it into your phone and then you're able to plug that HDMI and what is on your phone will then be displayed onto the TV. Now, I know a lot of you are thinking, oh, well, I have the, what is it called? The Apple TV. Apple TV Roku, or display. Yeah. Um, Chrome. Well, for those of you that Firefox. don't. Firefox. Like there's a lot out there. Yes. For those of you that don't have that, like us, it's a great solution because we watch tons of shows by just using that little adapter that costs, it costs quite a bit because it's an Apple product, but still it's worth it in my mind. Um, and we plug that into the TV and we're able to play this stuff. But we do that and we play Disney Plus. Basically what happens is you're watching a show and a, notifi a notification pops up. Whenever it pops up, the show continues the audio, but it will freeze the uh, image it's on during the show for about five seconds. What do you yeah, say? Yeah, it's like five seconds. Yeah. But it becomes frustrating if you're getting a lot of messages. So then what you have to do is you have to turn off all your notifications and it's just, it's tedious. It really is. It's just frustrating. So, um, the thing is we do that same iPhone method to the HDMI adapter with Netflix, with, um, Amazon prime, and we never come across that problem. So it shows you Disney plus has a way to go before they're like as good as them with their app. Well, I don't know. I was just kind of shocked that this happened to them. I just felt like they would have been by now have fixed it. I thought they had the man, well, not the manpower. I thought they had the technology, the right people to be able to help mm -hmm. do all this stuff. I, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Cause we would always get these updates. Um, and I would on the app and I was like, Oh, Jonathan, there was an update. I think they finally fixed the problem. And I said that about five times with five different updates and it never happened. And I just stopped saying it ever since. Uh, the app was first released November 12th of 2019. Oh, was it? Okay. So it's now July and it's still pretty much the same, I would say. So yeah, it it's dumb. But the other good thing about it is you pay that seven bucks and you can play... Um, Disney Plus on 10 devices. Netflix isn't like that. Netflix is very expensive. So there's pros to having Disney Plus. And it's also great for kids because it's family-friendly stuff. Um, but this is another interesting thing. Uh, the Disney Parks, Disney World opened up. And people yeah. were pretty scared about that. But the thing is, they're checking temperatures before you come in. And so they're basically just giving tests before you come in. So everything's good. It's on the up and up. And so, yeah. Do people have to wear a mask? I don't know about that. So, yeah. Imagine wearing a mask on a roller coaster. <laughs> what, what would be different about that? Why would you wear a mask on a roller coaster? Especially with the speed of the roller coaster. You know, you, it'd be awful. Wearing masks in general is awful. And I'm so sick of it. And oh, it is. 
And for those of you that aren't from Texas, we've basically, Governor Abbott mandated us to wear the mask. Um, There are exceptions. For some reason in religious services, you don't have to, so we don't wear it in churches. Um, Of course, there's different counties, and the sheriff is allowed to say whether or not they're going to enforce the rule. In our county, the sheriff has said that they're not enforcing um, the mask wearing, so you can't get penalized because you're supposed to get a $250 fine if you don't wear the mask. So it's just a lot of people think that it's a good thing. Um, One argument just for people to think about is if a fart can pass through a pair of underwear and a pair of pants and everyone can smell it and they're exposed to the air that it, the fumes that come from the breaking of wind, then why would a breath be stopped from just one layer of a mask you know so it it's just not very in my mind it's not practical of course i will wear my mask because um the bible says that we're supposed to honor our government leaders so um but i don't always wear it and i don't wear it at our religious services yeah so it you know and i this keeps on going on and on and on and on and on you know, they said, don't worry, this will end soon, but it doesn't end. And and the way the media is displaying, they're like, oh, we have over a million COVID cases, but they don't ever talk about the number of deaths because the, the number of deaths is pretty low. So, and we don't even know if those are COVID deaths. So overall, it's just a little frustrating for me. Yeah, it's just, it's a narrative. That's all it mm-hmm. is. You know, and yeah, I I wish there could be one day where just like we just get a ton of people out of the media that are just liars that just that just seem to want to destroy our country. That's all it just looks like. And it's ridiculous. Yeah, I took a couple journalism classes in college, so I learned a bit about the trade. Um, you're supposed to be very ethical. Like there's so many standards and rules in the way that you're supposed to do things. And you could get in serious trouble if you don't follow those rules. Yet what I'm seeing is the media doesn't follow any of those rules of telling the truth. They don't have those ethical standards. It's frustrating. It's frustrating to see that. Um, but at the same time, I know it's not the people actually doing the news. It's the people that, uh, own the companies of the news, you know, And so it's all about sway and control. And I don't, I'm not going to just lie and say, I know the solution to the issue. So, but I I do know that things could be done a lot better. And yeah, it, it's so interesting. You can look at clips of what people, what news had said years ago. And if you, if they said those things today, they would be crucified. They would lose their job you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just interesting the way that things are changing where you can't say things that you could have said so long ago. And our society is just so into um, exposing each other and only trying to find the worst that they can find about a person to get rid of them. And they lose everything. It's scary. It really is. And um, yeah, the way we judge dead people. It's almost like Wait, we we can't forgive someone? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. That that doesn't matter. We, apparently, that that term just doesn't work. I guess, you know. Okay, that person did this in the past, so we're gonna we're gonna penalize them. We're gonna destroy them because of something they did in the past. They've changed. Like, you know, what if they've, like, turned away from that? Like, in the Bible, it talks about repentance. Mm-hmm. It's a quick, quick turnaround. But the world, no. That's not mm-hmm. how they see it. They they don't see it like that. Oh, because they did that when they were in college, even though they may be, like, 60 years old or 40 years old or whatever, you know, they did something in college and they were being stupid and dumb. Yeah. Nope, they're done. Their career's over. Yeah so stupid it's it's ridiculous yeah doesn't make any sense all of us have done faults you know i was thinking about this the other day jonathan um a lot of people they kind of laugh at christians because christians are like they look at something and they say well that's wrong 
And so they see, they see Christians as the people that are always just talking about what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong, or like they're judging or doing whatever. And this, this culture now, um, this kind of mob that gets people out of their jobs because they don't say something that's politically correct. They're, they're just like what they think Christians are like. They're just pointing at this, you know, whatever and saying, yeah, you said that, oh, that's wrong. They're, they're doing the same thing that they judge. And it makes no sense. If it's so wrong, why are you doing it? If you, why do you, why can't you stand it when Christians do it? Um, but then woke people can, they can say, this is wrong. Let's get rid of this person. Christians don't even go that far. They just say, that's wrong. Don't do that, please. It's just, it's so hypocritical. Um, everybody has values. All those values are different, you know, Uh, everybody lives by and espouses by certain values. And the scariest part is that we don't have a certain guideline to go by, you know, like, and take the issue of homosexuality. A lot of people argue to me, well, Sarah, why should, why shouldn't there be legal um, same-sex marriage. Uh, aren't you trying to push your Christian values on people by saying that there shouldn't be um, that there shouldn't be same-sex marriage? And I, I say, Jonathan, the thing that you're trying to control on the microphone doesn't. That that's not controlled by this right here. So you don't need to touch that knob because it's going to keep on falling. Well, how do I fix it? I don't know. I think you kind of broke it, to be honest. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Yeah. So the, yeah. So the same sex marriage issue is if we, if everybody lives by their own truth, like I believe same sex marriage is a good thing. You don't believe same sex marriage is a good thing. So we have different values there, right? So if we don't live, if we don't have guidelines, if we, if we don't have rules and standards that we follow, then what, how are we going to live? Because long ago, slavery was okay, right? Slavery was a good thing to a lot of people. Now, we don't think it's a good thing. I don't think it's a good thing. I think it's a terrible thing. Right now, I think abortion is bad. Some people think abortion is good. There's lots of issues where people have different beliefs on them and we change over time and we look back and say, my goodness, why were people having slaves? That's disgusting. But in that time period, it was okay. There was no problem with that. Everybody had that or even cigarettes or just anything. There's always issues that are changing and there's an ebb and a flow. That's not good that that, that that happens. So we need a standard that we can look back and say, well, well, okay, here's the thing. I believe the Bible should be that standard. The Bible should be that standard. And we can look back and say, yeah, the, you know, there, the Bible says that homosexuality is a sin. There shouldn't be a same sex marriage. And so then we can just believe that because we have this standard to hold fast to, but we don't have any standards. It's just my truth, your truth, my truth, your truth. And so we go, we're just all over the place. I truly believe that pretty soon um, there's going to be bestiality. There's going to be people with multiple marriage uh, partners. Because why is that wrong? You know, we rationalize things again and again and again. We we cross that line and we're going to keep on crossing it. 20 years from now, that bestiality is going to be no problem. Why are you... Let that creature love that human. Why is that a problem that that creature... And it's crazy now, but in the 50s, people thought homosexuality was crazy. But now that's perfectly fine. It's okay. So that's why we need a moral standard to hold fast to. Otherwise, we go haywire and we go all over the place. And that is a very controversial thing to say. But... uh, that's why this country is a good place because we're allowed to say things that are on our mind. And I listen to a lot of people that I disagree with and I try to learn and understand them. And so if you disagree with me, I would ask that you just try to learn and understand me. Like I would want to learn and understand you. 
And that's the other thing. If someone disagrees with me, I'm okay with that. But a lot of people that disagree with me are not okay with it. They think that I should be penalized and, um, and I shouldn't be able to say what is on my mind or say what I think. And that's the problem. I mean, that's why there's the first amendment. You yeah. Know, but a lot of, of people speech. don't, a lot of people don't really follow that on college campuses. No, they want to twist it. That's what it is. They want to twist it. Basically they, it's okay to use first amendment on these things. But when it comes to like something like maybe conservative or something that's like, you know, against whatever homosexuality or abortion, whatever. Nope. That's not okay. Nope. You can't talk about that. Not, not here. And, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. They're, yeah. yeah, they don't follow uh, free speech on college campuses. You can't really say what's on your mind. They give you small free speech zones. And yeah, it's just people don't believe in diversity of thought anymore. And that's why you look at the New York Times, you look at the Washington Post, you look at CNN, and you don't see anybody with different mindsets. If they pull on a, a conservative on there, then, you know, for the New York Times, they had a conservative um, person write a column. Everybody went ballistic and they said, take it down, take it down. The person who edited the column uh, was fired from their job and they apologized. People can't stand to see, to read things, to watch things that they disagree with and, um, you know, I have to be honest and reflective upon myself and look at myself and say, am I willing to hear sides? And am I okay with uh, with people that have different beliefs than me? Because sometimes I do find it to be a little irritating. I have to be honest. But that the speech that I find most irritating is the most important speech to protect. You know, because that's that's the problem everybody is trying to stop the speech that they find the most irritating and then it just gets worse and worse and worse to where you can't say hardly anything so yeah, and it's sad yeah it is sad it, yeah it, you see the most of these stories come coming from the college campuses just because that's just the way it is right now um college campuses are crazy and that's why I kind of think maybe it is a good thing right now that there's a shakeup with the college campuses and people are having to really reevaluate why they're going to college, why they're spending eighty thousand um, dollars. Yeah, you know, at colleges. Like, I, like I think there should be more to just only going to college to be in a sorority or a fraternity and go to those college games and going to parties and getting drunk and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I think there's more to life than that. Oh, yeah. yeah. and Well, what people think, their rationalization is, I just want to have some fun before I have to go out in the real world. You know, and yeah. that's that's what they say. Yeah. And yeah, you're going to have some fun, but is it really worth it in the first place? I didn't party. I didn't drink. I didn't do all that in college. And I personally don't feel like I missed out on anything because I saw the people that did. Um, I heard stories of people that would wake up in the hospital the next morning and they weren't exactly that happy about it. And their parents ended up making them pay the hospital bills. And then they were Ooh. broke. And these stories happen all the time because someone's just trying to have a little bit of fun. But it's not fun. And it, it's not worth it. So it's just, it's super, it's super imperative that people really analyze why they want to go to college in the first place, in my opinion. Well, and also here's the other thing too. The, the truth is like, there's some degrees that are worth going to college for because they, you will come out of there knowing, not only knowing you're going to get a good job, but also knowing you're going to be paid very well for it. Mm -hmm. But then mm -hmm. there's some degrees that's just like, I'm sorry, but it was a waste. Where are you oh, going to yeah. find the job? And you're probably not going to be paid that much. And you're going to be in debt Yeah, on top of that. You know, and so, I don't know. I think the whole college idea, like, like obviously, I loved my college experience. I went to Evangel University, this small little Christian Assemblies of God school. And it was good. I enjoyed it. I made friends. I had a lot of fun. Um, you know, I studied and, you know, did all that stuff. 
But at the end of the day, like, I come, I sometimes think, like, was it worth it? Was it worth going there? And part of me is like, yes. And then part of me it says, no, it wasn't worth it, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know, I, I don't know. I just think, I, I think college isn't for everyone. And then at the same time, just how, how you were saying, I think the whole idea of college has just been messed up and it's completely like not the idea when college was originally began back in the days, like long ago, long ago, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen this fall, you know? Yeah. We'll see. Oh yeah, for sure. And I I think more people need to consider if they're going to do college, go to a junior college the first two years because you are going to save so much more money that way. Um, Just think about this. Say you go to a school, a four-year school. Each year is $50,000 for everything. So in total, you pay $200,000. Okay. Or you could go to a junior college for those two years, the first two years, and it's $5,000 each year, which is realistic. That's really probably what it could be. So it's $5,000, $5,000. So that's $10,000. And then it's a $50,000, $50,000. So instead of paying $200,000, you end up paying $110,000. You saved $90,000, which is a lot more than you would save from any stupid scholarship out there, which everyone claims. Everyone in high school would say to me, Sarah, but the, the, the scholarship I got, I can never get that kind of a scholarship. Well, and it's just ridiculous because all it is, people just wanted to show off that, oh, I got accepted yeah. at this school, yeah. that school. Oh, I'm going here. I'm it's going status. There. You know, yeah, that's all it is. It's status. Yeah. It's, you know, just to show off, you know, and it's... It's so garbage. It's ridiculous, you know? I struggled with it myself. I wanted to oh, go... Oh, I did too. Oh, yeah. I wanted to go straight into a four-year school and look cool and impress my friends, um, but I didn't get to do that because my parents were wise, and I am so glad they did what they did. And all my friends that were at the four-year school, they were saying, wow, you were kind of smart to do what you did. And yeah, we're broke and we're struggling. You know, it's just overall get over yourself. You're going to get the same degree as that person from that four-year school. So, and you could also get an associate's degree. It's amazing. You get two degrees for a way cheaper. Like it is literally a no brainer. Yet so many people don't want to do it because a little bit of status. You could get an associate's degree. What I did, I got an associate's degree in business and then I got a bachelor's in public relations that's more impressive than me just getting a bachelor's in public relations. I have an associate's in business. That's kind of cool. I'm yeah. proud of that. Oh yeah. But yeah, people don't want to recognize that. And it's all about that four year college experience. I, I did two and a half years at my college, um, the four year school, and I was ready to leave. I can't even imagine if I had had to do a year and a half more there. So it was just, being in the same place for that long is just exhausting. It was the same for me. Um, Same thing. I was there for three years and my last year, like I I was done, especially my last semester. I was ready to get out of there. I didn't want to be there anymore. And obviously I still miss it for sure. Really? I don't miss it. I don't miss college. Well, I miss the fun parts, you know. Getting to be with friends, getting to um, go do, you know, fun activities, yeah. um, meeting new people, things like that. That's, that is what I miss because, yeah. because they were good times, you know. Um, I made a lot of good friends. I got Evangel. Unfortunately, I don't really talk to a lot of them anymore now just because, you know, we've all gone our separate ways. But, but yeah, oh, I definitely don't miss the homework and the tests and projects and all that stuff. Like, that was a lot of hard work. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And once I left college and I was actually working and everything, just seeing all the stupid memes about finals and all that, I rolled my eyes at every single one of them. I was like, you guys have no clue what it's like in the real world. You don't get the option of maybe going to your morning class. You don't get the option of picking all your classes after noon and waking up at 11 to just walk to your class in your pajamas. You don't get that option in the real workplace. You do eight to five and you do it whether you feel like it or not. Oh, yeah. 
people, the college students are not ready for that because they get this free schedule and they, they could do whatever the heck they want. I was one of the few students that, oh my gosh, I did not miss a class for almost anything. If I missed it, it was because of something crazy. Um, I think I woke up late one time for this eight o'clock class and it was like seven, like I basically walked in at 745 because I was still going to make sure I got in there. Uh, no, sorry, 845. The class had already like gone 45 minutes and I was going to make sure I got in there at least just to make sure I was there for the last 10 minutes. I did not miss class. And I would tell my friends because all of them would miss class constantly. I'm like, you're paying a lot of money for this. And each class you miss is worth like whatever amount of money. It's a lot. And you're just throwing it down into the garbage. Um, and, and I think the scariest part is that it's not high school anymore. In high school, you're learning what they are forcing you to learn. And you have no choice in what you are studying. In college, you picked that major. You are saying you want to make a career out of this. You better be interested in this. And yet you still see people not liking it, hating it, wanting to miss all the classes, not even interested in what they're learning. Oh, they, they wouldn't miss the party. No, no, they no. They wouldn't no, no. miss the football game, you know, they, no. or, or any sports event. They're, they're, they're not going to miss that. Yeah. They're okay to miss the class, but anything fun, you know. And I, I admit, like, I, you know, originally I wanted to go to state school. I wanted to go to OU, but, you know, I, I kind of knew that it was probably better for me not to go there. I, I don't think I would have done as well. Um, academically but anyways yeah i just know what it's like you know and same thing at evangel you know um there there was i same thing i made sure to be in my classes there, there were a few times i would skip a class but for the most part i i just made sure to be there because i was just like you know same same mindset i was like you know i'm i'm paying for this like i need to be there i need to show that i care it also just shows your character to the professor when they see that you're there, that you're not going to miss. But yeah, it's just it's just people's mindset, you know? And it really is true. Like, the professors kept telling us that when you work, it's just not the same. And they were right. The moment I got my real job, it was just like, oh my gosh, like, I have to be here. You know, like every, every day. And you have to work and... You better work because you're getting paid. You're getting paid to work. You know, it's not, this isn't like, you know, college and in a different bubble world or whatever. Like, this is the real world. The real world is not nice. Like, you, you're working your butt off and it's, you know, you better put in, you better do your job or else you get let go. That's how, that's, it's just that simple. Yeah. It is. And it's kind of nice. It's nice that the world is so dependable on being kind of tough in a sense, because then it helps us to wake up, you know, it helped me to wake up. And, um, but I, yeah, I prefer this grind. I prefer having to get up. I prefer a strict schedule because it, I think overall it makes me a better person. It feels good. Yeah. It feels good to earn money and, um, yeah, and I applaud the, I'm not talking about every college student. There are some amazing college students that have a full-time job and they're still working uh, and doing their classes and they, they're really hardworking college students. But I also saw a lot of people that weren't and just were very disappointing. Um, you mentioned the football games at OU. I went to two football games while I was there and that was the first one. It was free and it was apparently a pretty important game. And my friends really wanted me to go just because I wasn't interested. So I went and I hated it. Um, and so with those football games, you spend six hours of your Saturday at that game, just standing and cheering. And six hours? Waiting, getting in, all of that. If you stayed for the whole game, it could be around that time frame. Four to six hours, whatever. Okay. Um, okay. But that, in my mind... I thought, what a waste, what a total, utter waste of time. I could have been studying for part of this, you know? Or you could have just been doing something else. Anything else. No, and, and here's the thing. I, I love sports, and I, I love football. So whatever I got to go 
when it was Sarah's second time. I enjoyed it. It was like the coolest thing ever getting to go to an OU game. That was my first time ever going to like an actual NCAA Division One game to see Oklahoma Sooners play. Like that was so cool. So I enjoyed it. But I agree. It's a ton of money and it's a waste of time. And you're just standing the whole time. You know, I remember at one point during the game, I turned around and I looked at this this girl. And, you know, again, it was a hot day. And I just looked at her. I was like, are you tired? And she's like, yes. <laughs> and it's just like, in my mind, I'm thinking, you're a student here and you do this every Saturday whenever oh there's a home gosh, game. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. You know? Yeah. It's just what you did. Like, yeah. you, you had to do it. Um, but I just... I never cared. Yeah, no, and I yeah. and I bet you, like you know, they looked at you, that, and they were like, "What's wrong with you?" Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Like that's why I came to the school. It's because of the OU games. Well, it was always funny. Um, I remember the first time they mentioned Baker Mayfield, and I was like, "Who is that?" <laughs> and everybody flipped out on me because I didn't know that Baker Mayfield was the OU, um, OU. quarterback yeah and so it just made me look like a total idiot and i was even in classes with some of the football players and i was like i don't know anything about you i don't care um versus you know the the professors were just babying them to no end and yeah oh my gosh you know well that's a whole other topic we could talk about student athletes and are they more of a student or more of an athlete and yeah i i have lots of opinions about that we can talk about that another time yeah but this was a really good conversation, Jonathan. I enjoyed getting back into the podcasting. It's Yeah, it's been a while since I was on here at the microphone. I think, you know, I think that there's just sometimes where it's good to take a break. And that's why I never promised the audience every week I'm going to, because I just don't like that. I don't think it's a good thing. And you guys saw there were points where I was on here. I, you know, I did two podcasts a week, um, you know, so there's just, I don't want to ever be held back or pushed a certain way. Creative juices flow as they flow. So yeah, thank you, Jonathan, for joining me once again. And if you guys enjoyed the show and the conversation, please do subscribe and give this podcast five stars. And if you have anything, and I mean anything you want to tell me, then email the show at our email, which is windbreakerpodcast at gmail.com. And I might even read your email on the show, but only if I like it. And I don't like a lot. So you got to make me happy. So thank you, Jonathan, for being a good brother. We're going to end on a stinky note. Bye, guys.